This episode of Ticket Ripper is brought to you by Frozen Waffles, because real breakfast is way too much work. Welcome back, welcome back. If you're new here, welcome to the Ticket Ripper Podcast. My name, as always, has been coming, your humble host, the greatest host of all time, coming at you alive and well from uh, somewhere in the Texas area. Not going to tell you where, though. Uh, For obvious reasons. Um, Don't try to, like, decode my location, either, because if you're watching the video podcast, I'm in a nice, look at me, look at me, I'm in a nice, cushy theater, just watching the movies, baby. Watching the movies, baby. Um, but yeah, um, I'm gonna start this podcast off by just saying I have not gone to see Ant Man and and the Wasp: Quantum Mania. Uh, I've got a lot of people telling me I should not go pay to see it, which I don't know if they're if they're just being rude or uh, if that's true. Uh, let me know what you think at Ticket Ripper Pod. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter. Ah, oh, he's advertising himself. Oh, so cringe. Uh, follow me at Ticket Ripper Pod. Uh, you can also uh, on there. I've got my uh, we're professional, baby. I've got my link tree on there. You can find all my other links to my stuff. If you want to watch the video podcast, take a look at the link. Maybe find the YouTube channel. Find the older episode. Yeah, you know, we're doing a thing. We're doing a thing. Um, but anyways, yeah, do do that. Uh, share this uh, podcast with your friends and everybody else if you like it. Um, so that I can buy my father a Toyota Hi- Hi- Highlander. Highlander crew, let's go. You might see this little wire dangling right here. Don't you mind that. Don't you, li- this little wire right here. If you see this, if you're watching the video podcast, you see this little wire dangling right here in front of me. Don't you mind that. That ain't none of your business. I'm going to tell you that right now, okay? Listen, if you think that this is some official kind of operation, I got to tell you right now, that ain't none of your business. Anyway, we're back, baby. We're back. I know I said I was going to start doing these more often, and then I didn't. Uh, I'm not going to get into why, um, but, oh, there's a cat. Uh, I'm gonna get. I'm not gonna get into why, but uh, you know, uh, it's just. It is what it is. If you've listening, if you've been listening for a while, then you understand what's going on. You understand that Papa, Papa ain't got no motivation whatsoever to do anything. I don't even do things I like. I don't even do things I like. Which I like this. I like doing this. It, it's therapeutic, as I've mentioned before. But if you're new here, welcome. Um, we, we do this thing, uh, and we're going to get into movies so that I don't talk for 15 minutes about absolutely nothing. Last week, or not last week, last episode, um, I want to apologize for that. Uh, I do this thing where I just blab, and I blab on and on and on about literally anything. And at that moment, I just, I don't know why my personal life just came into play. And all of a sudden, like, I was just like, listen, I think there's a moment that I should t- I, that I should just say everything going through my brain and reveal way too much personal information. And that moment is right now uh, with the cat. Oh, yo, yo, relax, relax. Yo, it's a cat. Oh, my God. It's gone. <laughs> oh, no. Dude, 
Yep, that's staying in. I don't care. I don't care. Everybody needs to know how much you bully me. Her name is Momo. She's a demon. Um, pray for her. Pray for her. Uh, she needs all the prayer she can get. Because she's an absolute turd. I She's she's a lot of things that I can't say right now. Um, because my mommy listens to this podcast. And I'm not trying to have her listen to how I would speak to my child. You hear that? I love you unconditionally. Um, anyway, if you hear little rustlings around, it's her. Uh, and that's it. So let's get right into it. Oh my gosh, she's freaking me out, man. She's running all over the place. I gotta get out of here. Um, um, okay. So let's get right into it because I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm just going to be, you know, keep making and making an absolute mess of this podcast. So I'm going to be talking about a couple movies that, uh, just to start that I am excited about because I feel like I haven't done trailers of the week in a minute. Cause to be fair, the trailers have not been what they used to be. For some reason, either trailers are just absolute like donkey balls or they are just like, what am I doing here? You know, like, well, what are we watching? Uh, to begin with, what are, what kind of what kind of stories are we making anymore? Like, is any of this interesting anymore? But at the same time, yeah. So some of it is. Um, but no trailers have really grabbed me recently. Um, and I mean, obviously, there's the obvious ones. I, I'm <laughs> I'm a film bro, dude. Uh- <laughs> I'm a film bro, dude, so logically, John Wick Chapter 4 is on my to-watch list. Um, but yeah, um, I mean, those are the obvious ones. You can get those out of the way in your own mind. Uh, I'm excited about them. Um, 65, like, there's no way I'm not going to watch that movie. Dinosaurs, Time Travel, Adam Driver, you've got me, baby. Um, so, like, there, there, there's no way I'm not watching that that movie. Uh so we're all in, um, but the one I do want to talk about, um, and I'm going to switch over uh, to my screen so that uh, the video watchers can see this. The one I do want to talk about is The Flash, because um, The Flash is, I mean, here's the thing. If you listen to this podcast for a minute, honestly, if you've even just listened to probably 20 minutes of the first podcast, you know, you know that Papa's not happy. With the direction that DC has been going the past, like, 10 years. So, it's very rare for me to find a DC movie recently, keep in mind, that I actually am excited for or that I like. Um, The last two have been the more serious ones because I'm a film bro, dude. If you didn't like the Batman or if you didn't like uh, the Joker or Joker movie, like, bro... Do you even enjoy filmography, like, filmination? Like, bro, have you even seen Citizen Kane, my man? Like, dude, if you, you, I bet you don't even like a Clockwork Orange, dude. (laughs) Um, no, absolutely not. Um, but, um, yeah, but unfortunately, I, I did really like, (laughs) I did really like Joker. Batman, not so much. I don't know if I've talked about Batman, but... I think I liked it a lot um, towards the end, but I I feel like it, it definitely, I wouldn't say I didn't like it. I would say that I just had my expectations of it subverted a little bit. Um, I've been so brainwashed uh, to be expecting a lot of like um, superhero, like big boy action movies. And so to have something that was more the Zodiac, 
it felt good. I liked it a lot, but at the same time, I was just like, yeah, but like, he was kind of lame. <laughs> yeah, well, a super cool Mustang, but also, you're kind of lame, dude. Christian Bale had a freaking helicopter, dude, and you've got a Mustang? Oh, a Mustang, cool, yeah, cool, I guess, like, <laughs> but yeah, so I've been kind of, I've been trained to expect, like by just superhero movies nowadays, I've been trained to expect, um, I mean, big boy action movies, but I've also been trained to expect DC movies to just be absolute booty. Um, which they have been. Consistently, they have been. So, at least they're consistent. Now, one of the things that's very difficult for me, uh, is to get excited even a little bit about one of these movies. Because you can kind of tell. Like, if, here's the thing about it. If a, if a bad studio makes a bad movie, you know what's gonna look bad? The trailer. DC used to be really good at this stuff when it came to... Uh, one of the bigger ones uh, was, um, whatchamacallit, um, oh man, I'm drawing mold, I'm, I'm like all blank right now in my freaking brain, um, The Suicide Squad, uh, that trailer was absolutely phenomenal, but the movie was absolute trash, um, or, yeah, it was bad, you go listen to the podcast that I did on it, um, but when it comes to this one, The Flash, I'm excited, you guys want to know Benji, Benji the Ticket Ripper, uh, like Benji the Ticket Ripper rip or the Ticket Ripper take on the freaking the Flash coming up? I'm gonna tell you right now, baby. I'm excited. This trailer is massively hype. Um, it looks good. It feels right. Um, and it's got this like, I, so I'm of the younger generation that uh, got the good Batman movies, aka the Nolan trilogy. Um. And then if you're listening to this and you go, oh, that probably means that you're an old fogey who likes the Michael uh, Keaton and George Clooney movies more. Um, that probably means that you're one of these old grandpas listening to this podcast who only likes the freaking Michael Keaton ones. Oh, Christian Bale. Oh. Yeah. Um, hey, man, uh, 1997 called. Uh, it wants your teenage or your 20s back. Because <laughs> you're old. Go back to school, you 40 year old. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I, <laughs> one of my buddies <laughs> who listens to this podcast, he told me one time, Ben, I don't like the way that you just insult anybody who listens to your podcast. <laughs> and. Listen, if you're listening to this and you haven't been insulted once, uh, shout me out. Um, like, message me on my Twitter uh, so that I can insult you. Uh, I need to hit all the demographics. See, you can't offend anybody if you're offending everybody. Uh, now, keep in mind, I'm still, I'm still woke, dude. So I'm not gonna go around just like, you know, saying slurs and whatnot. But here's the thing. I find that we can insult people without using slurs or anything like racial or anything like that. See, rather than saying anything that's going to really seriously like offend somebody in a way that you should not, rather than saying anything like that, um, you know, racism and any of the isms, you can look at somebody. And this is uh, this is the fun part about uh, offending everybody, uh, but also offending nobody. 
is that it's the it's the it's the uh, syndrome effect. If, if 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 everybody's special, nobody will be. Uh, when everybody's super, nobody will be. Syndrome guy, just watch that pretty good movie. Um, but uh, here's the thing: if if you look at somebody and you have an encounter with them, and you just say, "Oh, whatever," I bet you eat Cheerios off the floor, dog. That's insulting. They don't even know how to take that. You're offended. You you look at them. You're like, <laughs> when somebody insults somebody insults you, says something, or you know, just like they're just you know being a real a, a real boosh. Um, you can look at them and just be like, <laughs> I bet you eat a burrito from the inside, you freak. That's that's universal, baby. You could be like, oh yeah, I bet your favorite food place is. Oh wait, no, don't don't. I bet you eat McDonald's on the regular. Ooh. That one's a burn. That one's a burn. Oh yeah, I bet you. I, I I bet you take. I bet you ask for Pepsi when they offer you Coke. Ooh, that's universal, baby, and that hurts. Those sting, but yet they're just they're they're gonna take it and they're gonna be like, I I'm offended, but I don't really know how to react to this because he offended probably he could have offended everybody in the room with that one. You can offend an entire room. You could look at a whole group of people being like, man. I bet you, I bet, I bet you freaks, I bet you freaks like Pepsi more than Coke. Ooh. Offend people, but nicely. <laughs> Offend people, but be, but be courteous. <laughs> um, no, sorry, my cat opened my door and I could hear it creaking. You probably couldn't, but, because uh, I'm rich, baby. You probably couldn't because I'm rich. I've got this whole audio system set up, dude. You don't even see this mic. You don't even see the mic because I got it floating above my head, man. You can't see it right now, and you probably wouldn't imagine because of uh, of the fact that I always uh, tell you that I the soy pobre. But I'm going to tell you right now, baby. Your boy's filthy rich, dude. I've got, I've got 15 microphones phones picking up my voice right now there's three people sitting off to the side with soundboards just djing my sound up dude that's why this is the highest quality of podcast ever i have to record in my living room because i'm so rich i had to humble myself so if you're wondering man dude he, why does he record in such crappy condition it's not because soy pobre and i can't afford nothing it's because Soy rico, chico. Ooh, and you can use that wherever you want, baby, unless you're not a Mexican. In that case, it's probably going to offend somebody who is a Mexican if they're in the same room. But that's not me saying that I condone you saying that even when that Mexican's not in the room. But maybe, you know, Mexicans and Hispanics should probably not be in the room if you do decide to accidentally say it. But also just don't say it. Rico, chico. So yeah, I'm excited for the flash. <laughs> Dude, I'm all sweaty. I'm so hot right now. <laughs> I have a medical condition, I swear. <laughs> And dude, I haven't even switched off of my screen. You're just watching all the information from the Flash. I'm excited about it. it the vibes look good. The Michael Keaton uh, cameo looks tasteful. The Batman's don't look annoying as hell. Um, freaking whoever made this movie obviously knows how to record people and without making them look 18 inches wider than they are. Um, shout out to Zack Snyder making everybody look absolutely 
beefed up because uh, he likes wide people, I guess. So he's just like, yo, Henry Cavill's pretty cool, but what if he was like this much wider <laughs> yeah dude you know how the camera adds 10 pounds well Zack snyder adds 50 um <laughs> so yeah um the director who made um uh the flash i'm a very i'm not a huge fan of um in the, oh, i'm not saying i'm not a fan of him but what i'm saying is i'm i'm a fan of him uh, i like his work um i think he's actually the one who did uh the it movies he also did mama um I think he was supposed to do... Oh, no, no, no. Sorry, I'm thinking of a different one. But so far, like, this guy hasn't disappointed me. Um, I like I liked Mama. I thought it was a good one. Uh, it was probably a smaller uh, horror movie. Um, and I'm saying horror because I don't want to say horror on the podcast, even though I just did because my mommy listens to this podcast. But I'm going to say horror because I don't want to say horror on the podcast. So uh, if you're a child listening to this, don't listen to that word. Don't say that word either. Okay? Um, I promise. I promise you will get in trouble. Don't say it. Um, uh, also watch It Chapter 1 and 2 uh, They're really good movies for children um, See look, It Chapter 1 Right here, on the front of it There's a little kid right here You should definitely If you are a child under the age of 14 Listening to this podcast You should 100% watch It uh, It is a great movie um, What is a great movie? It Ha! A little pun there Ooh! Dude, I'm ripping I'm zipping today, dude Yeah, I'm on the same level as this cat right now But yeah that, that's the only thing I wanted to talk about that wasn't the movie that I'm going to talk about right now, uh, is that I'm excited for The Flash, which is surprising, uh, probably to you and to me, because uh, I hate DC movies consistently. They're bad. Um, and all you DC freaking shills right now probably are just like, Aah! and you wish that you could talk to me. Do it. Do it. You want to be on the podcast? You want to scream at me while I'm screaming at you? Let's do it. I don't care. I don't care. I haven't recorded a, one of these things in weeks because I don't care. You, listen, I'm just trying to get some content out so that I can buy my daddy a Toyota. <laughs> it gets funnier every time I say it, man. Probably not to you, but for me, I really enjoy bringing it up. I only father a truck. Um, but, um... Yeah, um, if, you, if you're a DC bro, come on. Come on, talk with me. I, I can get you on a, uh, on a freaking Discord call right now, and we can, we, can t we can tit and tat to and fro, you know? The movie we actually are going to be talking today about is uh, none other than, uh, it released a while back. I just never got around to, um, to doing any, uh, like any sort of like, you know, my thoughts on it. Uh, is none other than Don't Worry Darling. Uh, directed by Olivia Wilde, starring the boy Harry Styles. Uh, his exp his tickets are really expensive. Uh, uh, I was gonna go see them, but you know, say um, Also, I mean, why would I go see Harry Styles? Um, I feel like that's not. But look at me. If you're watching the video podcast, you can see me. Look at me. Imagine this face at Harry Styles concert, dude. I'm getting arrested. I'm getting arrested because they're just gonna be like, that dude is a hundred percent here to abduct somebody. I look like a criminal just on a regular basis. Uh, I have to be super mindful of how I look because, uh, and it's because, you know, it's the beard, it's the hair. Right now the hair is in this weird place where I don't know what to do with it, so I just end up looking like Jimmy Neutron's mom. 
Um, but on add it all together, add it, add it on top of it that I don't know how to dress myself. Uh, I look like a criminal. I look like I'm gone. If I were at a Harry Styles concert, everybody around me would think that they're in danger. And I could not blame them. Not because I'm going to, I am a danger to them, but because I look like a dangerous person. But then I open my mouth and I'm just like, Hey, what's up? Uh, and then everybody's just like, Oh, okay. There, there is no danger here. Um, what am I? Oh, don't worry, darling. So, yes. Let me give you the... If you haven't seen it, don't watch anymore. Unless you actually care. Or unless you don't care. Um, but if you have not seen it, uh, I honestly think it's a, it's worth a watch. Um, I, I heard a lot of, like, negative stuff about it. Uh, I've read a lot of negative stuff about it. And I don't know if I really agree 100% of it. Uh, you know, it, it, it's not... I'm not going to sit here and say it's the greatest movie of all time. But what I will say is that it does feel more like a movie than a lot of movies that have released. There are a lot of movies that have released recently that I'm just like, this is definitely a streaming movie. Um, like, this movie was made for streaming. Um, I would not have watched this in theaters. I can't think of one off the top of my head right now. Um, but I... I'm gonna say right now, ticket ripper, ticket ripper take on on. Don't worry, darling. I'm gonna give it to you right off the bat, up front. I liked it. I liked it. We used to do a ticket ripper rating. I forgot what all the things were. Um, let's see. It was. I'm not even gonna try right now. That's gonna take too much time. Um, I liked it. I liked it. Sue me. Sue me. Don't do that. I'm poor. Um, yeah, I liked Don't Worry, Darling. Um, I didn't think it was too terrible. Um, obviously, uh, I'm a huge Florence uh, Pugh fan. I'm, I'm a Flo Pugh man, dude. And if you're not, like, what you doing? What's going on? Like, what's your problem? You don't like you don't like Flo Pugh. Uh, I also am uh, a fan of Harry Styles as an actor. I haven't seen The Policeman uh, or My Policeman or whatever it's called. Um, but I did see this one. Um, so... Now we get into the nitty-gritty about the movie. What, hey, Benji, what you like about it? Let me switch off of the screen because I don't really think I, I need you to see that or be watching this right now. Um, so if you haven't seen it, it's a very interesting movie, and you should watch it. You should pause this, go watch it, then come back so that you can be like... Because I like watching movies and then listening to other people's takes on them because I want to see if they were on the same like level of what they were thinking as me. And the whole time, there's this huge mystery of, like, no, no, get away, get away. Okay, or just go right through the screen, dude. I'm going to freaking, dude, dude, I'm going to give you away. I swear to God, I'm going to give you away. And it's not going to be to a nice person. I'm going to make sure, I'm going to ask, I'm going to put on Craigslist, cat, cat for, not for, even for sale, because you were free. I'm going to say, cat needs home, preferably a really bad one, where they feed her too little food just by a couple a couple nuggets and that they don't give her gravy we give you hey hey we give you gravy dude you know how good you have it and all i'm asking for is don't walk right in front of my computer she's not even looking at me this is the most disrespected i've ever felt in my entire life anyway uh -huh. <laughs> I'm joking. I love this cat more than anything. She's just very rude to me. And she's not even listening to me. She doesn't even care. Um, what was I even saying? Oh, there's this huge mystery throughout the entire movie about, like, if you've seen it, you know what I'm talking about, about, like, where the guys go during the day. And everybody's trying to figure it out while you're watching the movie. You're just like, ah, you know, maybe they're, you know, making nuclear weapons underneath. Um, and there's always this, like, 
vibrations or something like that. I don't know what that was. I don't think they ever explained that. Um, there's always these like vibrations and whatnot and like earthquakes or, or something. Um, and then there's just always like, like it's, they're, they're gone for the entire day, which is, it, it like takes place in like sort of a fifties ish, uh, like setting. So it's very strange. You're trying to figure it out. Um, and initially what I thought it was, cause I kind of knew that it was like, because of the layout and how like it's all the women, uh, get to stay home. Um, and just how like. It felt very utopia and fake. Um, it felt very manufactured um, and isolated. So I knew that it was definitely, I mean, right off the bat, it's super culty, which it, I loved. I loved how culty it was. Chris Pine's character is very, very uncomfortable <laughs> just because of how culty it is. Uh, there's a couple interactions uh, where. Dude, where he's watching uh, Harry Styles uh, and or Alice and Jack, Harry Styles and Flo Pew's characters, uh, and they're getting they're getting nasty uh, in his house, mind you. Uh, and when he's watching, I'm just like, "Hey, yo, this is something very private. Maybe you should, hey, yo, bro, this is an A and B interaction. Maybe you should see your way out of it." Like, I don't really know if I'm comfortable with you watching this right now, buddy. It makes you very uncomfortable as a viewer as well. Um, so it's a very strange vibe going on. Very culty with, like, the whole... Because cults are notorious for, like, the leader being this, like, guy who, like, can get away with anything. Which I was afraid they were going to play on more <laughs> in this movie. Because I was just... When that happened, I was like, oh, no, don't do that. Um, so... So it's very culty, uh, and what I thought initially what it was was that when the guys would go away, I thought that they were like my my whole like guess was that it was like an experiment where they would take these women, brainwash them. Obviously, that was apparent from the beginning. Brainwash them, put them in this neighborhood, uh, and they're each each guy is paired up to one of them. And my uh, thought was that they, when they would leave, they were observing the women. I thought that maybe the women were being, like, drugged. And they were observing the women when they were alone to see, like, what um, would develop as far as, like, you know, if they would start, you know, going crazy like some of them did. Um, and, like, just how they would, I thought that they were being, like, you know, observed. Um, and I thought this was all, like, some weirdo science project in the middle of the desert uh, where they just, I... My actually, when I was watching it, my my what I said to my wife was, what I think it is is that they are observing women and they're testing a drug to make women more subservient. Um, it, it it makes sense because you know it being set in the in the fifties where you know like housewives were like a big thing, uh, and like you know the guy would go out to work and the women would stay home. Um, but in today's modern age, obviously, like, that is something that has kind of gone off to the side. Like, women are, you know, like, equals, um, you know, although, you know, in a lot of cases, they still aren't as far as, like, you know, pay and whatnot, which is a terrible thing, and we're not going to get into that. But um, women, uh, like, if you're, a, if you're not a terrible person, <laughs> women are, you see women at the same uh, level. Um, so... That being an issue or, you know, that being something that, you know, possibly toxic men in the 1950s would want to keep one way because, you know, uh, uh, old fogies are resilient to change. 
they might, you know, do something like this where they would experiment with uh, drugs to make women kind of just stay that way. I thought that that's what it was, which I think is a very interesting uh, idea for or concept for a movie. But I also think that the way that the movie ended up going definitely was a left field ending. Like, I did not see where it was going um, out of nowhere. I didn't expect that ending at all. Um, it kind of makes, like, w once it happens, it makes a lot of sense uh, when you look back on it. I'm like, oh, but it was super left field, very creepy, and I have problems with it. <laughs> so if you've seen it, cool. If you haven't seen it, just probably pause now if you are thinking about watching it because uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna spoil it I'm gonna spoil the hell out of it it's been out for a while so the end of, of it instead of it being what I was saying it, what it is in actuality is it's a simulation or like a VR world um, where basically these women are put under into like this v, like digital world where they live with their husbands or significant others, um, and it's a utopia. It's perfect. Uh, they don't have to worry about working. They don't have to worry about, like, stressing out or anything like that um, in the real world. Um, it's just a perfect, stress-free world where they just stay at home, drink mimosas, and uh, hang out with their friends. Um, and then apparently go to cult meetings and get watched uh, by the cult leader, which is very unnecessary <laughs> with the ending into play um i was expecting the cult thing makes more sense the <laughs> with the ending into play one thing i still thought of was uh so why is chris pine watching them then <laughs> why is chris pine so creepy then um <laughs> it doesn't it doesn't make sense uh listen oh cool like sweet so it's a vr world where people can live a utopia so why are you watching them oh in this utopia you know what's the last thing i'm thinking that i want you know to be in there um any sort of sexual crime which peeping tom is one of them to be fair it was on his property but at the same time that don't make it better okay <laughs> like hey pal have some decency, some decency, huh? Um, very creepy still, even with the ending in play. But the ending is that, yeah, like they're in this VR world. Um, and the guys, when they leave for work, they're actually going outside and they have to work. <laughs> and they have to like do stuff. Uh, I, it, I I imagine each of them has a different job, but they're basically, they have to work to provide for their uh so that they can, you know, A, I guess, keep up with this program, but also B, you know, they need to maintain themselves, like, physically uh, and outside. And then I think they don't explain how this, how these ladies are getting nutrients. I think that they're just, like, f like feeding them through a tube. Uh, I forgot what that whole thing, they, they explained it all, but I forgot how that was going. There was It, it was a big mystery. Um, but he has to, like, like, bathe her, like, sponge bath, you know, all that kind of stuff, um, and then just put her back under. It was very strange very uncomfortable and also the thing that made me the most uncomfortable about the movie is so the the villain in this movie technically um i mean is obviously all the men uh and harry styles being the the kind of like main antagonist um so there's this weird like they we see a bit of uh of alice and jack's um uh, their life outside uh, of the simulation 
and essentially like they she works as like i i believe she's in the medical field i think she was like a nurse or something like that and he is just some loser <laughs> that's my favorite part is that harry styles on the outside is just this absolute dork dude doesn't have the british accent just an absolute beta dude um <laughs> which i loved because i mean if you've seen harry styles like or heard about him like he's not a beta um he's a very sought after human being and i wouldn't mind looking like him um <laughs> but um the thing that made me uncomfortable was that like cuz he claims that you know oh this is all because you know i wanted to uh i wanted you to be happy or i wanted you to be you know um to to not have to work and i wanted you know i wanted to provide for you i wanted to feel like a man or anything like that you know whatever it was at the end of it or at the in that like moment where we see a little bit of their life he is um there's a part where he's coming on to her um you know i mean they're they're married uh and he they're married and boy wants some action I mean, you know sometimes you just you know you gotta you, you gotta look over at your wife and you gotta buy a bean you know you gotta buy her bean oh man <laughs> you, hey let's say we have a couple drinks and you know maybe we buy this bean um <laughs> I've used that before in real life um, because I'm I'm uncomfy. I'm uncomfy talking about I'm uncomfy talking about shit. Um, so <laughs> so you have to mask it a little bit. Um, but uh, what am I talking about? So um, he's coming on to her, but she's tired. She's she just worked probably you know a good solid day uh, in the medical field, and she wants to sleep, dude. She wants to eat her meals and lay down. Um, that's not a problem, you know? Hey, hey, guy. Hey, hey, all the, all you married men out there. You know what you're not entitled to? Oh, actually, what's that? Any human being ever? You know what you're not entitled to? Sex from your significant other. Okay? So if you're going into this relationship, and then she stops putting out, and that makes you upset, I got something to tell you. Leave them. If that's a pro leave them. Do them the favor. Leave them or get some help. Seriously, cause guess what? You're not entitled to their body. So, <laughs> like, maybe it's a conversation you need to have. Cause obviously you are expecting some stuff, and if it's not happening, let me tell you right now, son, it ain't a problem on their end. It's a problem on your end. Um, <laughs> cause they were. In this case, she works, dude. She works. Everybody's tired. Just because you're a loser who sits at home listening to Joe Rogan all the time, it doesn't mean that you're... I mean, oh, man, I'm so tired from playing Minecraft all day and listening to this freaking Chris Pine, you know, cult character. Um, She works, dude. She's out there saving lives. And so that's what makes me uncomfortable is that in the simulation world, like, they're, they're very... Like, and... They're very sexually active in the simulation world. And um, actually, in one of the scenes, like, when they're at, like, at home, um, the, the dinner table scene, I actually thought to myself, I was like, this seems unnecessary. Like, I don't know why. Like, because, you know, I, I'm a strong believer that movies can use uh, sexual scenes in a way that 
makes sense or they can use it in, in a way that doesn't make sense. Um, there are some movies that literally have sex scenes just for the sake of having a sex scene because apparently that makes movies better. Uh, I, I'm a really strong advocate for, hey, there's some stuff that like you can, like we get, I'm not stupid, you know? I understand when people are getting intimate and I don't need to see that. The intimacy doesn't really add anything to it for me. Um, but in this case, this is one of the movies that I would say it was there with a purpose because I was thinking, trust me, you, you were you were probably watching this thinking, you know, oh, oh like, what am I, why am I watching this? I think that it was definitely used as a storytelling tactic because with how active and how like, you know, like you get to see that, like, I don't want to say passion because that's not what I'm trying to say, but there's this like, um, it's like they're a thirst, like they're insatiable, you know, they're, they're, they're just constantly at it. Uh, and you, with them showing it, like you get to see that it's not just like, Oh, like they're not just, you know, blandly. We're not just doing mission. (laughs) It's they're adventurous. You know, they, they, they do it in other people's houses, uh, you know, dinner table kind of stuff. They're not just, you know, um, uh, it's not just, you know, you know, it's, it's more of the, honeymoon phase kind of, uh, kind of, um, intercourse. Um, and I think the reason that they showed it, uh, I ended up being able to say, oh, okay, that makes sense is because that may, that is one of the more uncomfortable aspects of, uh, Jack, um, doing all of this is that they never say it straight up, but you can kind of, with that scene where they're in their, you know, real world, you get this idea of, oh, Jack was unhappy because he, you know, he maybe convinced himself that, oh, I did this because I wanted her to be happy because she's unhappy. Uh, and she actually says, no, like, you know, it was my life and like, and I wanted to work like, um, but, um, what makes me, what makes, uh, what makes it uncomfortable is that you get this idea that, oh, Jack was unhappy because he wasn't getting none. Jack was unhappy because he wasn't getting nothing. Um, <laughs> So it begs the question of like, did he put her in there just because he wanted to, he wanted that intimacy with her, um, on a different level, you know, uh, which is that part is where that idea is where I get like, whoa, like, Hey man, sans consent, my brother, like this is a really, not even great. This is a dark area where I'm just like, bro. You've committed a crime, Jack. You've committed a crime, um, which I think uh, I, I do enjoy the 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 I, like the idea of them, you know, actually being like husband and wife outside, and it was just like a choice that he made for her, and it being you know the what breaks their relationship. However, I think the movie could have gone. I don't think that this is the kind of movie they wanted to make, but I do think that they could have taken the movie to a darker point um because all of the people in this uh, all of the, the the men in this movie are the husbands of the wives i think they could have taken it to a darker point where jack uh and uh alice maybe their relationship was different than everybody else's in the sense that jack was a stalker and he kidnapped alice and put her inside of this simulation um, if they wanted to take it to a darker point, um, I think that that could have made the movie a bit 
more intense um because then that is just like just a really horribly dark area um which i think movies that take those risks and go to those points um like that can be that can be a really like that could be a really interesting idea but i understand why they didn't do that um sometimes stuff like that in movies uh like it's not necessary i think the movie was still good without it um i think just if they wanted to take it to a darker point they could have however um i mean that stuff can be really traumatizing and triggering for people um uh and it's just it's a very very um harsh like thing uh for a movie to take on uh and some people probably just don't want to take that on um even though they kind of like really touched it they raised that like they 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 full on put a palm on on that topic um with i mean what he did is still massively unacceptable <laughs> even if you cuz if you're married guess what bud you're not entitled to nothing <laughs> you married him for something else huh cuz you love him um yeah, I liked it. Now, what didn't I like about it? Um, I, I can't really, like, when I was, you know, I think the only thing I didn't like about it was Nick Kroll. Uh, <laughs> I'm a Nick Kroll. I don't like Nick Kroll. That's just one of the things you got to learn about me. Um, I can't really, uh, you know, point out any things that I, I don't like about this movie. Uh, I love that Olivia Wilde's character, um, like, she's one of the people who, in, who's, or one of the women who's in there voluntarily uh, because of, uh, you know, she wanted the, her children to be in there. I think that that was a very interesting uh, take. And I think the story, actually, I think that might have been a better story um, than the one that we were watching with Flopio. I think if the movie was about Bunny's character, um, you know, Flopio playing Bunny, uh, I think that would have been a much better twist at the end is, you know, on top of it, you know, her finding out um, that, you know, it's all a simulation. Uh, and then her deciding that she wants to stay in the simulation I think that is that is the better story in there. Um, I liked the movie. However, Bunny's story is more gripping to me um, than what we watched. Um, but hey, Flopu, right? You can't really go wrong. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm a big uh, fan of 50s cars. So this movie obviously made me absolutely drool all over the place. Um, so, you know, cars, man love them uh i think with the story that we ended up getting um and one thing i ended up telling my wife afterwards was it did feel like a black mirror episode a lot um which i think this could have been a, a, a really good black mirror episode but um i think if we wanted to make a full because the with that story like it does feel a little dragged on at some points um that's the only problem i had with it is throughout the middle of it there are just like okay man we get it like you know so she's going insane or something like that like it it felt like it was dragging on at some points uh they did um in the middle have like a, a scene where all the men or harry styles this guy got like a promotion um and it felt it felt very scary to see all these dudes just like screaming this is our world this is our world i was getting uh <laughs> i was getting flashbacks to just uh, uh, november or january 6th whenever it was <laughs> to the insurrection <laughs> um but yeah i think it i think the movie really i think it spoke uh, on uh, a bunch of different topics that you know obviously we're dealing with today um what with like toxic masculinity and you know people's uh views on like what they're entitled to um 
and like incels, um, which is what I would a hundred percent describe Jack as an incel, uh, and that's why he did this, which is why it's gross. Um, but yeah, um, I liked it. I I, I didn't dislike it. Uh, I think it got a lot more hate than it deserved. Um, it did so. The story felt like a streaming movie. That's why, like, that's why I say that it, it felt like a Black Mirror episode. It's because it did feel like a streaming movie. However, um, the uh, the movie quality itself did feel. Um, it felt movie like I, I would watch this in the theaters. Um, but the story. That's my only complaint with it. Um, other than Nick Kroll, uh, <laughs> is that the story did lack uh, a bit in just substance all the way through uh if it was bunny's character i think that is a much better uh storyline um but um yeah um for a full length movie i think it, i think it dragged on a tiny bit but yeah i dug it man i dug it i liked it it is what it is you know um you should watch it if you haven't seen this movie you should watch it give it a give give, give it a look see um tell me what you think yell at me scream at me um and uh you know maybe we can talk about it together follow me at take a ripper pod um on twitter um and you can yell at me uh you know about my, any of my opinions uh you can also suggest this episode was actually uh suggested by um one of my good friends camille uh shout out to camille um she wanted me to do uh express my thoughts on good uh or uh, don't worry darling and here we are uh i think olivia wilde you know did a good job on the direction of it um there was a whole lot of drama surrounding the movie itself which was weird uh something about you know harry styles spitting on chris pine and some affair between olivia wilde and uh harry styles like i don't know what any of that is it doesn't really add or take away anything from the movie to me um but i mean eh. um but yeah um thanks camille for the suggestion uh and if you want me to talk about a movie that you really like old new i don't care uh, i'll watch it dude um and i'll talk about it i'll give you my honest opinion i papa rips dude i i, I won't be afraid if a movie sucks i'll tell you right then and there that it sucks unless you're my wife uh there are movies that my wife loves that i i don't have the heart to tell her or movies that we've watched uh because she suggested that i don't have the heart to tell her that they sucked dude um, but then also my wife, I don't think she knows this, but she has an incredible taste in movies. <laughs> I think my wife is very picky when it comes to movies because I'm, I'm more like, oh, I'll watch anything, dude. Um, I'll, I'll watch action movies right now, baby. Um, but my wife is a little bit more nuanced. She, I, I need a taste of the avant-garde. That's my wife. And that's how she talks. Don't let anybody tell you otherwise. Um, but She's a stubly, she's a, she's a stub, a Stibly fan, a Studio Ghibli fan. I couldn't say the words. Uh, so she's got a little bit of ah, chef's kiss taste to it. Um, but yeah, yeah, dude. Um, tweet me, share this podcast, um, listen to the next one whenever I do it. I think I'm going to do it probably today. Um, but yeah, let's get this ball rolling, baby um video podcast i'm trying to get better at this i i don't really know what i'm doing um but you can watch that on youtube uh on any of my uh socials you can find my link tree uh and you can you know catch up with me on whatever you know i do uh I'm, like i said i'm trying to get more active with all of this so that we can get this rolling baby um but we're still we're baby steps dude baby steps uh, step one record every week step two get better um step two get step three get hotter uh, step three, a get, get hotter more. 
Um, <laughs> the algorithm takes one look at my face and is like, oh, this dude's fugly. Let's not. <laughs> okay. I love you. Bye, man. Oh, and I don't know how to... Oh, my gosh, dude. How many times am I going to hit that button, dude, without stopping the...